All right, all right, all right, all right. Here we go, gang. Uh, This is part two of our live podcast from San Francisco. Uh, We recorded this very recently at uh, a festival, a comedy festival called Sketchfest in San Francisco. And um, basically, um, we're in a small theater uh, with, uh, I guess there was maybe 60, 70 people there, maybe 50. I don't know. It got dark towards the back. We couldn't see, but there was, there was a good sized crowd. I was, I was really expecting about five and we ended up getting like way more than I thought. And it was at four in the afternoon. So it's even tougher to get people out in the middle of the day. So thank you to everyone that came out, and uh, and uh, we have some more interesting conversations. The first half of the podcast, we played a couple back. We had some swingers come up out of the crowd. We had uh, people singing. We had all kinds of stuff. Well, today, uh, this is a continuation of the same show, and we have some really fun uh, things that happened. Mr. Featherstone dropped by. Uh, we had some talk about AIDS. We had a girl with a magical singing voice, all kinds of stuff. I'll let you listen live at the Eureka Theater. This is the Harland Highway. You're listening to Harlan Williams. Harlan, funny stuff, bro. Funny stuff. Keep it coming. Later. How long have you had this job? Long enough. He's fine as long as he gets his medication. He doesn't get his medications. He's not fine. Right. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. You're a groovy boy. I'd like to strap you on sometime. The Harland Highway. You're all going to experience intense mental, physical strain. All right, hold tight on the Harland Highway show. You're listening to Harlan Williams. Welcome to the Harlan Highway. Um, I wanted to bring something up. I heard a guy say the other day, uh, I was I was over at, uh, at one of these coffee bean places, and some guy got into a little argument with someone in the crowd. He's like, oh, I don't care. You know, he threw out the old, I don't care. And then I started thinking about Jimmy Crack Corn, and I don't care. You have a famous nursery around. Yeah, and I'm, I'm thinking, what, what, we've all heard Jimmy Crack Corn and I don't care. And I'm like, what the hell does that even mean? Like, who is Jimmy? He's this dude that cracks corn. <laughs> and why doesn't he care? Uh, he's got other things on his mind. But what, what's, he, what, what's he not caring about, though? And who made up a song about Jimmy Crack Corn and I don't care? Jimmy Crack corn and I don't is it Jimmy that doesn't care or is it the person watching Jimmy that doesn't care I think it's Jimmy because he says Jim well yeah you're right it could be Jimmy is it what I said yeah it's someone watching Jimmy yeah that guy knows so it's like a guy goes hey Jimmy's over there cracking corn I don't fucking care yeah how did you know that sir have you seen Jimmy crack corn have you No. no but you knew (laughs) <laughs> and it sounds like that. I worked it out just here right now. Yeah. I've never thought about this before. But it's it's a weird it's a weird thing, and it got me thinking about other ones like uh, she'll be coming around the mountain when she comes, which might apply to that lady yeah, there. Yeah. 
She'll be coming all over the mountain she'll when be, she comes. She'll be coming 50 times around the mountain when yeah. she comes. Uh, but like, wh what mountain is she coming around? And right. who the hell is she? Is she coming around the Himalayas? Is she coming around the uh, Appalachians? The Appalachians? Is she coming around the Alps? The, uh, the, uh, uh, the hill just down the way? Well, that's a hill, not a mountain. Right, right. Next thing you know, you'll be saying, uh, she's coming around the grassy knoll where JFK was shot. Right. Maybe she is. Maybe she's just coming around the corner when she comes. What if she, what if she did come around the, the, the grassy knoll when she comes and the bullet went through JFK and hit her? Oh, yeah, right. And she was killed because she wanted to come on a grassy knoll. The, uh, the magic coming around the mountain theory. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, three blind mice. There are three blind mice. See how they run. Right. They all ran up to the butcher shop. They all, does anyone know if they... They all ran up to the farmer's wife. They the all ran up to the wife. farmer's wife, but how did they know? With a carving knife? Yeah. Okay, that's a retarded mouse to me. Because <laughs> farmers would immediately kill a mouse. Okay? And if you're blind... Why would you run up to a... F well, you wouldn't know she had a knife, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait, what was that? Oh, right. Wow. You're, you're, now you're giving them ideas, dude. Cutting off a mouse's tail would give them an orgasm. I think that's what they say. Then they grow it back. God, that's a bizarre theory. That's like on my way home, I purposely go out of my way to run over a raccoon, hoping I get off. Yeah. Yeah. That's creepy. Yeah, I will try that. Um, what, what's another one? Anyone else have a, a, a freaky... What about Hickory Dickory Dock? The mouse ran up... Again, the mouse. The clock. I wonder if, why didn't, why wasn't he with the three blind mice? Yeah, somebody it, should call Orkin or somebody, you know, yeah. because there's a fucking rat problem in these, uh, <laughs> in them there nursery rhymes. <laughs> like, why didn't the, why didn't the mouse that could see help the three blind mice? Yeah, he's busy running up and down clocks all day. But why, what, what's a mouse got to gain by going up a clock? Like, yeah. there's no food up in a clock, there's yeah. no seeds. Yeah. And who's Hickory, Dickory, or Doc? Yeah. Strange. You folks don't have the answer to any of these things? Confuses little kids, doesn't it? Yeah, that's confusing. Some of them are, um, are, are based in some violence, too. Like uh, that little rabbit, Foo-Foo, you know that one? Running through the forest. Yeah. And then something about smashing something over the head. He's picking up the field mice again. And bopping them and on the bopping head? Bopping them on the head. Shit, people not be liking mice. No, mice take a beating. Man, man, oh hell no to the mice. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. Speaking of mice, didn't you have a, uh, a, a, a guinea pig or something? No, it was a, a hamster. Hamster, you, this guy bought a hamster. Why did you get, were you lonely? I bought one, I didn't realize, uh, yeah. And um, I, didn't, I didn't really sort of I planned it out. I didn't do the research about these things. Because okay. as it turns out, I don't know if you've had a hamster before, they come with a wheel and uh, they run on the wheel. Okay. All night long. Every single night. 
Yeah. They run they on the wheel. They just go and go and go. And not to a rhythm that you could go to sleep to or something. It's very sporadic, very jolty. Yeah. And uh, it's confusing to me. I don't even... Does anyone know why these mice and hamsters... Why they have to be so fit? Like, what's with all the exercise? Yeah. Why are they getting in shape? Is there some rat race I'm not aware Maybe of? Maybe they got to run up the clock or something. I guess. I yeah. guess this is what it is to work it's up. Just, it sounds like it annoyed you. It did. I thought about killing it. And, uh, and then, you know, buying another one to see if it would, you know, just be a little... I want, I want a lazy one is yeah. what I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what, did you, did you kill it? Did no, what I did is, I, I, I bought a pack of cigarettes. They say that smoking one cigarette a day uh, over the course of a year can likely cause lung cancer. So I thought, I just, I lit up and I blew the smoke into that furry little thing's um, pink lungs. Yeah, they're like about that big, right? Yeah. So yeah. one puff would pretty much... Knock it right out. <laughs> And then I also loosened the little screw on the wheel when he was sleeping. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I haven't checked yet, but uh, I feel like next time he gets on that wheel... It's just... So he rolls right out of the tank. Into traffic. Rolls right out onto the street. Yeah, I think, I think you'll probably kill him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, good. Uh... Hamsters. Hamsters. Um, so uh, I, I, heard, I heard the... Oh, my phone's ringing. Oh, I know what this is. Answer it. Yeah, no, I, I know what it is. It's, um, unfortunately, my boss, uh, Mr. Featherstone, who, uh, who runs this whole podcast, uh, he's kind of a difficult guy, and uh, he's, uh, he's here. He's, he's coming to the show. That was uh, him. They just Sorry. let me know that he arrived. He should be walking in any second. There he is. And uh, there he is. Uh, hello, Mr. Uh, Featherstone. Come, come on up here, sir. Um, welcome to the, the, the Harlan Highway podcast. This is the first one we've ever done uh, outside of the studio. Hello. Hello, sir. How are you? I'm doing good, and you are? Um, I'm uh, Harlan Williams, sir. I'm doing the Harlan Highway podcast. Howly, what, who? Ha Harland Williams, sir, okay? I, I do the podcast, I've been doing it for five or six years, and every time I get together with you, you act like you don't know me. All right, don't snap at me, you little whippersnapper, okay? I'll fire you as quickly as I hired you. I don't like the way you look, and I don't like the look of your funny little friend over here. Oh, this is, uh, this is Sean. My name's Sean. Who? Oh. Sean. Sean. <clears throat> Sean, spelled uh, S-E-A-N. Oh, you spell it with the wrong letter, huh? <laughs> uh, yes. I do. You know, you look kind of slow to me. Sir, that's no way to talk to Sean. He's my co-host here. He's doing a great job. Yeah, well, what about you, huh? You're here in San Francisco, uh, probably hanging out in those funny little bars over uh, downtown. Sir, I'm not hanging out at funny little bars. Oh yeah, how about uh, the, uh, the upside down unicorn over here on uh, 59th and 14th Street? 
Sir, I don't hang out at the funny little bars on 15th Street and whatever the hell you said. You don't even know the numbers because you're thinking of your guy friends. I don't have guy friends, sir, in the way that you mean. Ah. Uh, sir? Ah. Uh, sir, what are you doing here? I came by to check up on your stupid prod prast. It's a podcast, sir, not a prod prast. All right, whatever it is, I came here, I came all the way up to San Francisco, and uh, I've been going to the Golden Gate Bridge. I went out to, uh, what's that jail out there? You probably know Funboy 3. Um, uh, Alcatraz. Alcatraz, yeah, you probably went on the tour out there, didn't you? You and uh, Sir, yes, we went on the tour. Uh-huh. It was fun. Yeah, I bet you look pretty authentic, huh? Yeah, it felt like being uh, in jail. Yeah, they got the uh, the old cafeteria, they got the uh, the jail cells. Yeah. Probably got the uh, authentic ass rape experience. Uh, they did, yeah. <laughs> oh, sir, you gotta, you can't, you can't say that kind of stuff, sir. Yeah, well, I'll say what I want. I pay your bills, okay, you freak? Have you been to Alcatraz, sir? No, I haven't. Oh, you should go. Not into guys the way you are. Oh, you don't have to be into guys. You, you could just be into the, uh, to the building and the history and the structure itself and really just sort of enjoy everything around you and learn. Oh, well, look at you, uh, Flapjack T.G. Johnson over here. <laughs> Nobody's called me that in a long time. Sir, if you could just not call people names, uh, is there a reason you're here? Yeah, there is a reason. I came all the way to San Francisco. I brought my kid, and we wanted to go down to the wharf. Is that how you say it? Wharf. Wharf. And uh, we wanted to see the seals. We heard there was a bunch of sea lions down there. And uh, I went there, and there weren't any sea lions. Okay, sir, well, I'm, I'm sorry about that, but what, what, what can we do about it? Well, you're gonna do a sea lion noise for me. No, no, I'm not, sir. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna do that. Oh, yes, you are. You're gonna get the pink slip. And before you make the sea lion noise, let me ask you something. Have you ever farted at a grocery store into a bag of bagels? Sir, no, I haven't farted at a grocery store in a bag of bagels. Yeah, well, you will. <laughs> now, let me hear you make the seal noise. I'm not going to do it, sir. You're going to do it or you're going to be fired. Sir. Do it. <sighs> <laughs> do it better. Clap your hands, you lemon bush. Sir. Do it. That's not enough. I want more seals. How about you, Fun Boy 3? <laughs> Why um, don't you get it on this too, all right? All right. Uh, so I'm going to count you down, and I want the two of you to act like first seals for my little boy here. Three, two, one. Or, 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 or. Sound like you have you seals with cancer. <laughs> All right, I need more than that. I want a whole flock of fucking seals going here. How about this audience here? I know I don't pay your checks, but you're going to get in on this 
I'm gonna count down on everyone to make a seal noise. You better do it, everybody. Here we go, three, and I don't want anyone having an orgasm in the middle of it either. Three, two, one. That's not bad. I didn't think anyone would be dumb enough to do it. Those people are smart and they're fucking off real quickly. Well, I like that. Well, good job. Keep up the good work and uh, smarten up. You look like you got, you look like a scarecrow that's got saws. Or, or. Enough, stop. Sounds like you're having an orgasm at the Red Lobster. All right, sir. Well, uh, thank you for dropping by, Mr. Featherstone. Yes, um, real nice real treat you. to have you here. There he goes. Thank you, sir. Up yours. <laughs> All right. Well, we got through that, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, thank you for uh, indulging um, that crazy boss of mine. Thank you very, very much. He, uh, he's not very good to you. No, he's always bullying me, pushing me around. I should call the cops on that son of a bitch. Call human resources. He must pay you a lot. Not really. No. Well, I don't know look why. At the, you look put at up the with theater it. I'm in. Yeah. I don't know why you put up with it then. Speaking of cops, dude, I saw. Have you guys ever seen this? You, uh, you, you, you're driving down the street. You might have seen this. You, you get these. Um, you get like uh, used cop cars. Have yeah. you ever seen this? Yeah. Well, uh, I, I was driving down around, I was in L.A., and uh, someone had a cop car, like it was like a refurbished, well, they, I don't know where they come from. They, uh, cops, when they're finished driving, they sell them at auction, and people buy them. Okay. They don't paint them, they just drive them around, looking just like cop cars. God, yeah, Ridiculous. they're deceiving, because when they roll up on you, you think, you think it's a cop car, right? Yeah. yeah, you could, you know, it happens to me. When I pull up a light, one of these will pull up behind me, and I panic. You know, yeah. I, I dumped my beer all over my lap. I was texting, so it messes up my phone. You know, and then yeah. you try. You always try to get your belt on all sneaky, right? So that they don't. And then it pulls around next to you. You look over. What do you see? I, I don't know. It's like a fat kid in a security guard costume or something. Yeah. With pimples, he's pimples popping zits, drapes over his window, smoking bongs, and yeah. Not cops. And they always have that, they, they got that, uh, that light, that fake light. You, yeah. know, you know the cop cars have that, that light on the, uh, on the yeah, end? They leave that on. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't, don't Every, everything there but the siren. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I, don't know, I don't know who came up with this plan and why it isn't a law that you'd have to paint the car. Yeah. But It's redonkulous. We can't change everything all in one night. No, we can't. You can't change anything in one night. Can't change nothing. Uh, now we want to have, because this is our first time ever in front of the Pavement Pounders, people who listen to the podcast, we want to have someone from the show, not, not sex stuff, but we want to have one of the Pavement Pounders and we'd like to interview a Pavement Pounder. Not talking about their sex, I just get to know the people that listen to the show. Is there anyone that would like to be the very first person outside of, of the Cirque du Soleil couple who would like to be the first legitimate interview on the Harlan Highway. Anybody? Scare? Don't be scared. Hmm? Can we ask 
Did anyone celebrate anything recently? Anybody that celebrate? We can, anybody that we talk about? Anybody go to the hospital for anything? Anybody have any major surgery in the last six months? Over there, is that a guy? Okay, come on up here. You can yeah, come up, man. dude. Come on up. See, that guy's got courage. Yeah, David, come on up. You're the you're the first. And I don't want to. I don't want to. David, thank you, buddy. Look at this. Sit down, man. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to dismiss our sex couple because that was a great interview. But that was more like the San Francisco Treat Chronicles. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, David. Wasn't the other guy's name David too? Yeah. Yeah. We're clone species. You're what? Clone species. Clone species. I think we have a sci-fi nerd here. Give him a hand, folks. Come on. This. He took, this took balls. You guys are safe in the shadows. David's on the hot seat. First thing we gotta say, David, is where are you from? Uh, from out here since, uh, I moved here in 85. I he grew up in Boston. Grew up in Boston, here since 85, and you're the first official Harland Highway guest. Thank you. Is it thank you? I can see you're very excited. And are you leaving, buddy? You, you know we did that bit about half an hour ago, right? <laughs> I, I finally get an interview and now you chime in? Are you leaving, buddy? Where are you going, guy? Fight the Viet Cong. Is there a better podcast down the street? There's a whole sand. Well, thank you for being here, sir. God bless you. Wow, that guy, that guy had a lot of information that we could have used earlier. Yeah. Really? What? You're, no, you're not at the show anymore. You left. You left. You now, now you, you, you suddenly he left and he came back. He left his voice here, but his I know. I, I don't even see him, but I can still hear him. It's very creepy. Wait, is he there? Are you there? He's over there. Yeah, from the concentration camps. He's up there now. I think it, <laughs> it's like the Grim Reapers here. I like that. I didn't know that. Pocket full of story. We're not ignoring I mean, you, but right. someone just totally like fucking upstaged you, you. Yeah. You not interview a disembodied voice. Wow. That's like if you're watching like the Tonight Show or Letterman and the stagehand just started yelling. Yeah. It's amazing. All right, David. Yes. First thing we notice, you've got a wild tattoo on your face. Either that or you have whiskers. It's a weird, it's like lines going across your face. Tell us, what is, what is the symbolism behind that? Uh, it's kind of like war paint. My mom's a uh, Seneca Indian, Iroquois, from upper New York State. So No way. Yeah. So this is tribal. It is tribal. That's it's, a it's a variation on it. That's kind of cool. Yeah, that, that for the Indian, and then I have the Celtic cross. Pull it up there. more. So that Celtic, that's like Irish? Yeah, Scottish. Scott, yeah, that's what I meant. Um, so you're like a Scottish Indian. Scottish Indian, yes. Oh wow! Exactly. Can't that's bring, a can't weird bring. mix. A Scot. That's like that's like dances with Nessie. Yeah. <laughs> very bizarre look of that you have. Yeah. Very, I like it though. That's that. See that takes one thing to get. Do you have a tattoo, Beach Boys guy? No. You don't have a tattoo of like a crab pot on your back or anything. 
The Baltic Sea? <laughs> Nothing. Okay. What about, you got a tattoo? What do you got, dude? Lake Tahoe. Lake Tahoe? What are you, a canoeer? <laughs> Who has a tattoo of a lake? Maybe it's just water from the shower. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, I'm joining a gang. I got a tattoo of the Nile River on my back. <laughs> why, why do you have Lake Tahoe? You know you could just buy a GPS, right? A map, a, a picture map, of like even a globe. You don't have to, you know. Or go back and visit it sometime. Yeah. You don't have like tattoos of the mall on you and shit. Sorry, we're gonna get That's back to you in a minute. Why is it the minute we get a guy after everybody chimes in? Yeah. There's like a graveyard in here, and then some guy as he's walking out the door starts reciting the Bible. Okay, so you got Lake Tahoe. Are you gonna get another tattoo of like a water skier or anything? You ever been to 7-Eleven? You like it there, don't you? Why don't you get that tattooed on your face? <laughs> How about you, guy? Tattoo? Anyone else out here got a tat? Over there? What do you got, sir? A phone call? There's a tattoo of a phone call? That's just a... Wow. It's just like a telemarketer tattoo on your Yeah. <laughs> got like an East Indian telemarketer on his How shoulder. How would you tattoo a phone call? I, I don't know. I can't picture what that Maybe he's be. getting a phone call from tattoo. And we'll get back to you. We'll David. get back to you in a minute. Yeah, just we'll hang tight. Talk about that Mike Tyson yeah, tattoo on yeah. your face. Uh, so what do you mean a phone call, buddy? I think he took a phone call and left the building. Yeah, I think he called that guy and he's out having a coffee with the weird P Parker Posey dude or whatever his name was. Parker Posey. Okay, so tattoo, Indian, Scottish, Seneca? Seneca. Seneca tribe. Part of the Iroquois. Part of the Iroquois? Yep. Or the Iroquois? Iroquois. 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 Like, co like koi fish. Like uh, Iroquois. Iroquois. Yes. You've just changed it four it's, times. Yeah, I'm bad with Wow, wow. Now, where were the Iroquois? Upper New York State. Upper New York, like the Finger Lakes? Um, I've actually never been to Upper New York State myself. Oh my wow, God. they were like the recreational tribe. Yeah. Yeah, they're up, they're up in like where people go to holiday. Yeah, just come and go as you please, child. Yeah, yeah that's cool, man. Wow. So did you get like all kinds of tax breaks because you, you've got Indian blood? No, I need to. Uh, it's, it's through my mom, but I don't have... Um, yeah, no, I don't. I haven't looked into it yet. You should, man. You could, he could be living for free. Yeah. He could definitely be living for free. All right, so what do you do? You work? Uh, I do. I am the uh, activities coordinator at Shanti here in San Francisco. What's Shanti? Shanti is um, an HIV and breast cancer resource organization. It's a nonprofit. Holy shit, it just got all serious in here, man. Yeah, good serious, though. It's very good. <laughs> What's work. the deal with It feels like HIV, like years ago, it was like every news story HIV. And I, we know it hasn't gone away, but in a way, it feels like it's gone away because you don't see it that much on the news anymore. Like, you remember with Magic Johnson and. When you'd watch the evening, everything was HIV and AIDS, and it's it's like back in the uh, in the 80s, it was it was herpes. Like every second news story was herpes. One in two people have herpes, and all this stuff. So w what's going on with the HIV stuff? And I know we just took a real serious <laughs> turn here, but um, it's it's a lot more manageable now with 
cocktails they have out there. It's, really? It's, it's a lot more like what diabetes is, where it's, it's manageable. Really? Um, I mean, I know when it first came out, people were passing off within like eight, eight nine months. You know, yeah. Just killing over. Dying. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've been positive since 94. No way. So it's almost 20 years. Dude, give him a hand for that. Holy crap. Really? <laughs> That's crazy, dude. I don't, think, I don't think I've ever met anyone. No. I've never, that. I've never been. And it's no, it's no different, but it's a shock. It's a, it was a bit of a shocking thing to hear because that, when you think of HIV and AIDS, you think, oh God, death sentence, right? So you've lived through it. Has that been tough? Um, you know, I'm still waiting for a little bit of the wasting. <laughs> You're waiting what? for what? The wasting? Just you, a little you, bit. You, you, you okay. want to waste away a little to lose weight? You know, you don't use AIDS as a dieting thing. That's that's right. not gonna work. It's effective, but yeah. don't do it. I'm getting a little chubby. I think I'll go get the AIDS. Let's get some AIDS down at the corner store. Yeah, the Weight Watchers didn't work for me. I'm gonna try the AIDS. Hey, right could I... you pass me a box of AIDS? Yeah. God, that's crazy, man. Honestly, part of it, um, you know, being able to live with it, and, and I do have a bit of humor about it, which is kind of, it's... it's yeah, it's, you have to. Yeah, exactly. You got, you got humor in everything in life, right? No, everything's a little twisted. You're in yeah. San Francisco now, it's a little bit more. Yeah, it is. Um, it is crazy. But here, no, it's, it's like Escape from New York here. Huh? It, it's honestly, when I was diagnosed, it taught me, I, I mean, it really changed my life in a lot of good ways. Yeah. I, I started work going back to work with the community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I absolutely love it. I love my work. Now, is it too, you don't have to answer, is it too personal? Was it a blood transfusion? Was it through activity, sexual activity? Or you don't have to answer? Could be one from column A and one from column B. Um, okay. Honestly, product of the 80s. Um, yeah. There were a lot of drugs going around back there, a lot of yeah. partners. And um, it was probably from one of my old partners who, being in a relationship and being close, yeah. I wasn't always as safe as I probably should have been. And if you, did, did you track him? Do you know where he is? Did he make it? He died or a long time ago. He, from, from the, the AIDS? Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah, oh, I mean, that's too bad. No, we didn't, yeah, it wasn't a good breakup, so. Uh, oh. Say a little prayer for him, but that's about it. Yeah, yeah, but that, that's um, amazing. It's, it's nice to hear, because I, I, I legitimately kind of lost track of, you, you don't hear it as much anymore, so that, that's, that's interesting news. So, like, pe people who contract AIDS, they have created medicines now that, that can prolong life for how much longer than what kind of it used to be? Ooh, good question. Like I said, I'm going on 20 years now. Wow. And, and um, it used to be like like within two, three years you could expire, oh yeah. right? Um, the drugs were a lot more toxic out then. They were overdosing people. I mean, basically megadosing people on them. Yeah. Um, it really has, you know, with people taking better care of their health, the medicines they have out there, the dosing schedules, which mine are once a day now in the evening. Um, it's really easy to keep on top of. Wow, and what's what's the uh, the big question is the pricing, right? Because I, I got to imagine, you know, with the pharmaceutical companies, you on any pills, dude? No. You had to be on something to get a tattoo of a lake. Drinking. What, what what's the what's the money like? Like what's it cost? It's scary. Mine are fortunately covered, but if I had to pay for them, my medication's almost three thousand dollars a month. A so month. A month. Okay, because I'm totally clueless like this. I got because this is kind of fascinating, man. I don't know if this is like freaking anyone out, but I, I, this is kind of I've never dealt with this topic before. So I'm so excited that you brought this up. What's your regimen? Like, how many do you have to sit down every morning and and place out like 30 pills or two pills or how many times a day do you have to take them? Once a day. Um, it is two pills now. Yeah. Um, with or without food, uh, which is a lot easier than when it first started. I was doing 
some of the pills were three pills two times a day. Some of them were like two pills one time a day. Yeah. Some of them were with food, some were without food. Um, and yeah, now it's just right in the evening before I go to bed. I just, uh, they're already packaged up. Tear them open, take them. Just plop them in the oval tea. Exactly, real simple. Wow, dude. That's amazing. It's come a long way. Yeah, I'm just and looking up um, some facts. Hopefully I'll hit you with them. Well, I don't know if a fact <laughs> is texting someone named Cherry. Um, now, um, so so because I don't know, will you, you be able to just live out your life, just normal life expectancy with, with, the, with this medicine? Like, is, is that kind of the, how the stats are now with people with, with HIV? Don't really know. Um, I mean, it's still the medications still take a toll on, uh, on the body. It does. It does. At what capacity? It's just well, like it taxes the liver. It's it's medication that you're taking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It is toxic. Um, it's not so bad though. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I could get hit by a bus tomorrow. That's the way I always look at it. Yeah, yeah. Is there any um, side effect? Like, do you have? Do you get like blurred vision, or do you have trouble sleeping, or is it? it, it does it? Insomnia sometimes is the, the big yeah. one. I have in fatigue. Um, there yeah. are just some days that I'm worn out. Because it's interesting, you look at Magic Johnson, right? Magic Johnson got HIV, when was it, in, in the early 90s? Something like that, it was way back then, yeah. Was... And you look at the guy and he just, he just, he just goes, 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 he's like a big a businessman, he's like, he seems super healthy, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, wow, that, that, that was kind of interesting. Were you guys interested in that or was I like kind of droning on there? I, I find that pretty fat. Thank you for sharing that. that now, anything else you want to talk about that's not so like heavy and serious? No, it's just funny when you were talking about had anyone had an accident in six months. That's kind of what it what had gotten me to get my hand up. Oh, what was your accident? I had to say I wrecked my motorcycle back on July seventeenth. Um, so I had to my wrist. Whoa! Uh, you, what happened to your wrist? They had to put a plate in there. Oh my God! Uh, Whoa! His leg. Show, show the audience the that. Leg. Oh. I thought Look that was it. another tribal tattoo right there. Where do you see this? It looks like looks like a snake. Oh man! What did you do? Snap your fibula or whatever the hell's it's, in there? I don't know bones, folks. I'm not a doctor. It actually got cut down to the bone, but the story behind it's kind of funny because uh, I had been taking a bunch of clients to the Castro Theater. Yeah. To see Sharon Needles, um, who was the winner of RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah. Um, in their parody of The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. Now, she is kind of this gothic spooky drag queen. I had gone up at the end of the night and um, had her sign my helmet that is actually out of my bike now. Yeah. Um, and she signed it, see you in hell, Sharon Needles. So a friendly girl. Exactly. And two weeks after that <laughs> was when I got in the accident on the motorcycle. And I'd never been in a motorcycle accident before. Damn. So just goes to show you, don't, uh, <laughs> don't kind of tempt evil drag queens. Yeah, yeah. You hear that, they Sean? They put some bad mojo okay. on you. Yeah, holy shit. You said mojo? Yes. Okay, I thought you said something else. Um, <laughs> God. Wow, well, I'm glad you're okay, dude. It's going well. Yeah, I'm still back on a bike again. What kind of bike? Uh, right now, I've only got a, uh, it's a, what is the brand of that? Suzuki uh, Bergman. Nice. Uh, it's a 400. It's only nice. a Suzuki. Uh, like Bergman? Bergman. Bourbon. Are yeah. you in a relationship now? You got? Uh, I am. I've been with my partner since uh, since '98. Oh wow! Really? Yeah. Will we see you over at the PE club later? Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> oh. do you, do you Although I do know the place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Do you know these guys? I don't actually, but I have. I know some friends who they might be acquainted yeah. with. Yeah, you will. I think that guy's the next mayor of San Francisco for sure. David. Are they still there or are they making out? They left. Where the hell did they go? To the Motel 6? The PE. Did they leave? Yeah, they took off. They, wow. I noticed they left when that big guy left. Yeah, yeah. I guess you're going to have... You gotta get back to the bed. All right. So before you go, pull the mic close. Uh, let's see. You're you, you're a straight guy, right? Yeah. So he sang Ricerone, the San Francisco Street straight guy. Oh goodness, same. Gay guy, sing Ricerone, the San Francisco. We got, you know, we gotta get. We're gonna get a woman. Keeping the theme going. Yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah. Ready? Ricerone, the San Francisco treat. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Give him a hand, David. We're glad you're healthy. Live long and prosper, as, as Spock said. Yeah. That was awesome. That was, that was kind really of a well. surprise. Uh, surprise. Do you want a cookie before you go, David? No, no. no go Are ahead, sure? David. Good for, the, good for the blood sugar. Destiny's here? She is. It's a beautiful name. Destiny. Wow. I like I like weird exotic. Anybody here have an exotic name like Ouija board or or like ah or Rubik's cube? Anything? No. Who thinks they have the weirdest name here? Yeah. Okay. What is it? Peter Peacock. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Peacock. Wow, you're like right out of a kid's book. Ran off the clock. <laughs> Peter. Peacock, I just picture you driving around in the Partridge family bus. That's awesome. See, so what was your dad's name? Donald. Donald Peacock? <laughs> Brothers and sisters? Charles Christian and Megan. Charles Christian and the Peacocks. The Peacock family. Yeah. Donald, Peter, Daffy, Christian, <laughs> Megan, Marty. Yeah. Can anyone beat Peter Peacock? Is there a who's got the, a funny name like that? Anyone with the last name Egret or Heron? No. Well, let's maybe you don't know it's funny. Like, sir, with the bag. What is your full name? Um, it's hard to remember. I know. <laughs> Patrick, what? I think he said palm tree. Oh, palm tree? Yeah. That's not very unusual. No. Patrick? Yeah. It's, is there another name as well? Or just, you just go by Patrick like Chardet does? It's like Chardet. <laughs> All right, so now we need, we've, we've had straight guy, gay guy. Uh, we need a woman to come up and sing the San Francisco treat. Well, Any, well let's see if there's a volunteer, a woman. Des is that Destiny? Come on up. Unless, did you want to do it, my, my friend in the sweater? Did you? Two women doing it up here would be great. Two, yeah. <laughs> Come on up. Destiny, ladies and gentlemen. Sean, greet Destiny. Oh, my God. Sit down for a second. Get to know Destiny, and then she's going to sing for us. Okay. Hi, Destiny. How are you? Great. Good to have you here. Um, tell us about yourself. Um, Do you have any children? No. Because that would be Destiny's child. Yeah, no, I don't have any. Good one, dude. Thank you very much. Do you like Olive Thank Garden? You. Yeah. Great. What are you doing after the show? Um, getting on the back of.
his motorcycle and going home. You know, probably not the best choice. <laughs> I know, probably not. You will meet your destiny. You might want to get on the Hindenburg and go home. How about that? Um, do you get scared when you're on his motorcycle? I did the first time, but now I just kind of put my hands on the back and just like, okay. Really? Yeah, I'm just like, okay. Do you wear a helmet though, right? Yeah. Okay, what do you do, Destiny? What do you mean? Do you work? What do you do? Um, a part-time waitress at this um, restaurant in the Mission District. Okay. Part-time. So you take the order, but you don't bring the food? <laughs> no, um, I work um, four hours a day when my boss ha call calls me or texts me to have me come in. And I'm in high school, too. So. Oh, wow. So you're, what, 17, 18? 14. Come oh on. <laughs> what? <laughs> 14. Dude, how dare you? Well, and you're just out riding around on motorcycles? <laughs> I've done worse. I, she's what? Gay guy, she's very safe hands. Uh, are you, are you, uh, gay guy, she's in very safe hands. I'm not worried you about your gayness. I'm worried about your motorcyclemess. You Remember you smashed into a train? What? You should probably be more worried about my girlfriend. Oh, your girlfriend? I should be worried about your girlfriend? Why? She is very, what's the word? Uh-oh. Kinky. Kinky? <laughs> wow, there's a real kinky theme running through San Fran. Yeah. And why is she kinky? Um, she likes bondage. She likes bondage, so that would mean you probably liked it. But I can't be talking about this with She's a 14-year-old. Yeah. Uh, what is bondage? I don't know what bondage is. Let's ask uh, Johnny Peacock. He might know what it is. Bondage is a phone plan, I think. Yeah, bondage, yeah. I'm not sure what you're talking about, but good for you, good for your girlfriend, good for the lawsuit. Um, wow. Well, you are you are super cute. You're really sweet, and uh, it's great to have you. We, lo we love your name. Um, and would you be willing to sing? Uh, let me just let me cue it up for you, so you can, um, you know, kind of get get the vibe for it. And I will put the speaker for you. Ready? Go! Rice Saroni in the San Francisco tree. Wow. Whoa, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. I like, she put like a little thing, you put a little thang on there. You're like, Rice Saroni in San Francisco tree. Like, what was that little, you, you put a little jazz on there. Not really. Just try to do, do one more. That's pretty good. Okay, same thing? Yeah, three. You can vary it up if you want, but three, two, one. Rice-a-roni, the San Francisco tree. Like she doesn't say treat, she says tree. Tree. The San Francisco tree. Maybe it yeah, is a tree. It's not a treat at all. Well, he hit a tree, so maybe. Yeah. I like that. You're like, it's like almost borderline elephant man. Yeah. Rice-a-roni, It's like. Everybody is so nice to me. It's like. It's like, she's so cool, she's like, I can sing, but I don't have to move my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see her on American Idol. <laughs> You're going to Hollywood! I'm going to Hollywood! 
imagine her. I'd love to see you at, at one of the uh, the baseball games. Yeah. <laughs> Singing the national anthem. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Anything else you want to tell us before you go? We don't want to just whisk you away, um, but... My name is Destiny in English, but it, my birth name is Unmi. It's Unmi? Japanese. It's Japanese. Oh, yeah. Wait but my last name is French. Your last name is French? Unmi What's that? French. What's your last name? Bevier. Bevier. Unme Bevier. Yep. Unme Grace Bevier. Wow, that sounds like something you'd order at <laughs> Cheesecake Factory. Kabuki Town. Yeah, I'll have, I'll have a unye memame. Yeah. Well, beautiful. Thank you, love. Give her a hand, folks. What a treat. Careful when you step right there. Oh, my God. What a, we're just an interesting, interesting group of people. I didn't know, I don't know, this, this is kind of the, the listenership I had for this yeah. show. Some Do you guys eclectic sense that people. about yourselves? That you're all very interesting? Eclectic? Odd? People with lakes and peacocks and sweaters. And Where would you have been if you didn't come here tonight? Do you all move as a group? <laughs> all right, well, we are going to close out the show, speaking of music, with a little game. You guys are welcome to participate. Do you guys know your bands pretty good? Are they still there? Uh, one or two, I think, are still here. Um, all right, so this is, uh, this is a game called Name That Band. It's, uh, it's 80s bands, it's 90s, all kinds of bands. How it works, gang, is I give you clues to a band, and you have to see if you can uh, guess the name. If you want, you can yell it out. You can put your hand up. Name that band, name right. the band. All right, here yeah. we go. This is a, I like that. It's your Can you sing it the way she'd sing it, though? <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. This is the, this is the uh, first band. We have six bands. Let's see how you do. The first band, they can't hear, and they live in Africa. Oh, nice. Look at this guy. Good one. Your name, sir? Get, get, get a cookie. Cookie, my man. You get a cookie. This guy, that was quick. That was really, are you a very smart person? Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> the answer should always be yes to that one. All right, you're good. One for you. Here we go. Uh, ready for the second one? The best time to see this band is falling off a roof on Halloween. Wow. Wow. Fast. Fast. He doesn't get a cookie. He, he's, yeah, he had one already. And he's trying to, he's, he's on the AIDS diet, remember? Do you have the answers written on the back of your page there? No. Well, yes, you, I have them because I went, okay, here's, here's another, number three. You, you gotta, you know, now it's between you two. Let's see if anyone else came in here. Number three, you might find this band in soft tunnels beneath the Earth's crust. You might find this band in soft tunnels beneath the Earth's crust. Velvet Underground. Dude, yes. 
Yes, get a cookie, get a cookie. The man, and look at, he's got the, like, the, the hippie shirt. He knows the Velvet Underground. Good job, good job. Uh, here's number four. This band are a bunch of prepubescent monsters. What? Ah, One Direction. One Direction. <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. Not the right answer, but you get half a cookie. This band are a bunch of prepubescent monsters. And if you need more clues, I can kind of, if you want one, I can. Prepubescent monsters. What? You got it. Come get your cookie. Come get your Beastie Boys. She's eating half of his Velvet Underground cookie. Oh boy, now she's going to have crumbs in her hands. Which isn't going to be good for you later. Um, crummy hands. Here we go. Number five. When ice falls from the sky, they live and travel in this kind of small truck. Whoa! Wow. Come and get a cookie, baby. I, How is that possible? I thought that one, that she wasn't going to, I thought that might have been the hardest one. Let me read it again, because that went so quickly. When ice falls from the sky, they live and travel in this kind of small truck, van, hailing. Hailing. You're, you're smart. Cookie it up. Johnny Peacock, this is your last chance, buddy. It's good, but it wasn't. Just because it's good doesn't mean it's right, sir. That wasn't the answer. Yeah. No. Let's see. We have one more. If, if you get this one, you can get, even if you fail, we'll give you half a cookie. Now, for those of you that have one, it's interesting. Nobody has two. If somebody gets this from the people that have one, they are the grand winners. Oh, yeah. So... Second the pressure is on the people that have won. But if it's a solo answer, it still counts. Here it is. The last band, the, they, they did what Jesus did. The last band, they did what Jesus did. What? Masturbation is not the answer. So no, Jesus... Did not masturbate. Man, we couldn't he get saved the world, down. sir, but he didn't. He couldn't. Couldn't get. He wanted to, but he's. He couldn't because he was nailed to a cross. Yeah. yeah. What? No. No, it's not a band. A band. They did what Jesus did. How many words? One word. 60s, they probably emerged in the 60s, into the 70s. Birds? Birds. Great. Um, well, think about it, gang. It's right there. The they did what Jesus did. What did Jesus do? Wrote a book. The Carpenters. Oh, there you go. God. You didn't even know you said it by accident. He doesn't. He doesn't even know it's a band. Give him a cookie. And give Johnny Peacock a cookie. Come on. There you go. 
Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that we, we wanted to end the show on a high octane game. Oh my God, it was like a it's like a fury in here. <laughs> They're all gone. Did Johnny Peacock get one? Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this was the very first Harlan Highway podcast live in front of the crowd. Thank you so much for being here. You guys are great. I hope you had a good time. We learned about AIDS. We heard, learned about sex clubs. We learned about, what else did we learn about? Um, gophers or guinea pigs? Yeah, hamsters. And uh, we learned about uh, um, our friend down here in the front row, his singing abilities. <laughs> yes, yes. All kinds of cool stuff. Guys, thank you for coming out. Please listen to the Harlan Highway at uh, harlanwilliams.com. And uh, we'll uh, hopefully keep the laughter coming your way. And uh, thanks for being here on this very special show. God bless you. Thank you. Rice Cerrone. The San Francisco tree. <laughs> thanks, guys. There it is. Yes, our very first live Harland Highway podcast in the can. Uh, let me give you a little backstory on it. As I said, I was uh, quite nervous, not super nervous. I mean, I've been around the block, but I was I was a little I was a little, uh, you know, a little tingly inside uh, doing my podcast in front of uh, real human beings. I normally just work in a vacuum and a void by myself. And, um, and so it was a, 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 bit un, a bit unnerving having people there. There were people right in the front row, like, you know, eight, nine feet away from us. But we, we did it. And as I reported earlier, I wasn't too thrilled with the Mr. Featherstone bit. It was very, I mean, it was twice as hard doing a character in front of people because, you know, I usually don't script those bits. I just improvise them and go back and forth and... When I'm alone, I don't have to worry about hearing laughter or wondering how I'm doing. But when you're in front of a live crowd, it just somehow raised the ante and it, it made me a little nervous, to be honest. And so uh, and so I was going to cut the, uh, the Mr. Featherstone part out because I wasn't happy with it. But then I thought, you know, that's not fair to you guys. You know, I can't always shine. I can't always be my best. But uh, I went out on a limb, did, did it in front of... Uh, the folks, and uh, you know, it's not the best in the world, but it's it's something I had to go through, and I, I think I learned from it. And hopefully, if I do it again, I'll be even better. And if I'm being honest, I was actually going to do Aunt Ruthie in front of the folks, and uh, I hate to be the cowardly lion from the Wizard of Oz, but I I want after I did Mr. Featherstone, and I realized how tough it was to do it in front of people. I bailed on doing Aunt Ruthie, so I apologize. Oh, I was I was just too nervous to do it. So we just continued with the other stuff. Uh, I, th I thought the conversation with the gentleman with the HIV was quite uh, interesting and intense and fascinating. And uh, hopefully he does well for a long time. Thank you, uh, good sir, for opening up and, and sharing your very personal and, and private, uh, you know, life with us. That was one of the things I learned about doing the podcast live that that there's you know you're interfacing with real people with real stories and 
And often, uh, you know, people might not want to share, but but everyone I talked to was so giving and so uh, open, and 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 I thought there was some really cool conversations there. Um, and so, thank you, uh, thanks to everyone who was there, even the people yelling out of the darkness, and you know, the the Grim Reaper, and just we got some real nutballs in there, and uh, so uh, it made it a lot of fun. And I'd love to hear if you guys liked it, if you want to uh, offer any feedback, you know, that kind of helps me gauge if it's something I should do more of or less of or just forget it completely. Um, So you can uh, write me at harlowilliams.com. There's a contact form on the website or you could write and let me know. Or if you want to leave me a voicemail, uh, 323-739-4330. That's 323-739-4330. And let me know your thoughts. I'd love to get uh, some of your feedback. So thanks again to everyone at Sketchfest, uh, the crew and the staff at uh, the Eureka Theater, my co-host Sean Tweedley, who uh, made it extra fun my good buddy, and just a funny guy, and we we had a blast. So thanks one and all. Um, And as far as uh, future shows, let's get you up to date. Uh, I will be, um, let's see, where will I be next? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm so scared. Uh, I will be in uh, West Palm Beach, Florida. Yes, 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 West Palm Beach, Florida on uh, February 19th through to the 21st. That's a Thursday, Friday, Saturday show. Uh, Please go to harlowilliams.com to get your tickets. Uh, Click the comedy uh, tour schedule. And then the following week, February 26th to uh, March 1st, I will be in Brea, California. And then I go up into the cold. I bear the cold uh, March 5th. To March uh, 7th, I will be in Winnipeg, Winnipeg, Canada. Yes, my my old stomping grounds, Winnipeg, Canada. Very cold in March, Um, but uh, I'm braving it. I'm doing it, and uh, let's uh, let's make sure you all get out there. It's a a club called Rumors in Winnipeg. Uh, That's March 5th through the 7th. And hope to see you all there. Uh, don't forget when you're on harlowilliams.com, join my uh, YouTube channel. And you'll get to see uh, Fudgy Wudgy Fudge Face. Every Monday I'm going to put out a new five-minute clip of my three-hour long indie movie that is pretty much the dumbest movie ever made. And I, I think you might get some laughs out of it. I hope you do. It's free, so who's going to complain, right? Um, also, check out the store at harlowilliams.com. Books, movies, DVDs, uh, artwork, shirts, all kinds of crazy stuff. And uh, and that's it, man. That is it. I hope you had a good time. Thanks for listening, guys. And until next time, chicken chow mein, baby. Right.